It is case in point, and we got lots to go through. Hello there, Lauren. Hello, how are you? Well, you know, I'm doing well. I was uh, not surprised, though, to learn that uh, Melissa Todorovic has been uh, given day parole. I mean, this is just the next step. She she had been starting to get release back in uh, earlier this year right. of getting unescorted um, uh, day passes. But again, this is someone who was given a life sentence, and the judge who you knew it well, Justice Nordheimer, who happens to be one of my favorite judges because he's actually tough, um, he didn't uh, sentence her as a youth. He sentenced her as an adult because he believed she was that manipulative and that right. dangerous. And yet here we are nine years later. Out she well, goes. But, you know, even though sentenced as an adult, she uh, she had there was no chance of parole for seven years, right? Mm. The maximum adult sentence for someone at her age at the time. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I don't think that there there was any surprise with, with this happening. And... Um, and she's probably on her way to full parole. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, and uh, you know, it's 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 um, uh, it, it, this you know in this case, and it, it's it's not one of those where when, when we talked about when you and I talked about uh, Bernardo way back when, when he was up for parole, and you think back and you go, wow, yeah, going back to ninety five his trial. I mean, this isn't very long ago. I covered this yeah. trial. I was in that yeah. courtroom for months. I mean. I saw it all. And, you know, you watch the family, you see what they go through. And I know how manipulative she is. I mean, she was the mastermind of that. Her boyfriend, David Bagshaw, was just yeah. dumb as rocks. I mean, he was just a dumb, oafy, dum-dum who followed her um, commands. But, right. you know, I don't think she deserves to be out this early, frankly. Well, I... Not that and, it matters what I think, but... No, I know. And <laughs> and it's interesting that the two-member panel found that uh, she still... What, what was the word? That Troubled. Work to do. Yeah, she still got work to do. do. Uh, and, Just don't date uh, her. And should expect to continue counseling for a long time. And now you got to remember, I, I, I know it's... I know and you say you were there at the trial and it's always important because... When somebody isn't there, we're just hearing about it. But she she was 15. You mm-hmm. know, like you say to yourself, what could lead somebody at the age of 15 to order someone else's killing? I mean, that... that, that oh, that she's a psychopath. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that means, so to me, I think, okay, she, she's a manipulative girl. She's worked the system and she knows how to work it. So I just don't buy that she's not the same person. Right. And they they said that she's got to work on gaining empathy. Mm. And uh, so what happens? So everybody understands. She gets released to a halfway house. Where is this? Somewhere in Brampton or something. She'll have to wait till a space opens up because apparently they, well, there's not a lot of spaces. And she, uh, and, and I guess... When you look at one of the conditions, it, it, I, that's why I sort of chuckled. It's, you know, she's barred from coming within a kilometer of Ringel's relatives. Yeah, oh, great. Thanks. You know, and can't con- them direct, contact them directly or indirectly. Well, that's, that's great, too. The other thing is that... She should also did, not be given a smartphone, a computer, or ever be allowed to text again. Right. And, and that, that would be a good idea. One thing I didn't know, and, mm. you know, and I follow these things really closely, I didn't know that she had these uh, 72-hour unescorted absences. Yes, I was surprised. to That didn't get a lot of attention. I learned about oh. that a few months ago, and I was like, yeah. what? how did this go under the radar that she, in such a short amount of time, was already getting these you know, free trips out to do whatever she wanted? I, I am so appalled by this young well, woman. But but then again, everybody has to understand under the uh, 
uh, under our law, there's all sorts of conditional releases. Somebody gets full parole, day parole. You can have these temporary absences like she did. Some of them are escorted. She had an unescorted. And then, of course, at the end of it all, um, you know, you get released once your sentence is over. It's just a big smorgasbord of hug-a-thug therapies. I mean, we're very generous in this country. I mean, honestly, it's just you can go out, kill a girl. Um, snuff out her life, destroy family, and out you go. By 25, you're starting off again. Yeah, and I, I, I remember uh, many times talking about this on the air and when you know we'd open the phones and people would say, I wish it was the U.S. where eight-year-olds <laughs> get sent to jail forever if they commit a crime, you know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if we want to go that far. But yeah, so, but I don't think anybody was was uh, was surprised and, and also, also um, uh, can understand Totally. And I know we say this all the time, but the family today were really upset about it. And, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, her mother uh, wept yep. as the panel announced a decision and, you know, talk about empathy. I wonder how much empathy she had for mom. So. Well, this is the thing. In trial, she she was, she's dead. She has nothing inside of her. There was no remorse. There was no authenticity. There was no, I'm sorry. It was like... She just is indifferent also, almost. So I think her mom today felt that the words she said were rehearsed, you know? And, and well, I, yeah, a bit scripted, yeah. I think, were her yeah. words. And yeah, you're right. That's exactly what she said. And, uh, um, but, you know, it's, we, we have in this country, we have parole. We oh, have a parole board and they, they make this. Look. When I'm prime minister, I will get rid of that thing called. When is that? Are you running next year? <laughs> I'd be a terrible prime that minister. That might be a different story. We may have to go there and it'll be the lead everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we break it? Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Death penalty and overall. <laughs> yeah. Pearson's new one. That's right. And you'll be, uh, you'll, it will, you will come in. Like with uh, nobody will come near you. No, I know. No one will. No one will touch me. <laughs> Certainly not the lawyers. That's right. Charter challenge is done. Never mind. I'm, I'm being facetious. Don't email me. All right. No. Um, let's talk about this case that uh, you pointed out. This is a, this is a, uh, an interesting case. This happened yeah. in a Montreal court, which has awarded a Quebec woman um, three hundred fifteen thousand in damages because she was violently attacked by her partner of seven years. This woman was literally tortured, locked right. up for days, beaten, starved by this man that was supposed to love her. Um, so she has been given... She sues him. Yeah, and she won. And it's the reason I, I, I think it's an important story is the criminal justice system for victims uh, has, and we, we hear it over and over again, uh, that vic, you know people talk about victims' rights, and, and, and essentially they don't have any rights. Uh, and it's not because we don't want to give it to them, but it's just the way the system is. And so you'll t- you'll hear many people who will say, you know, I, I it was terrible. I, I had no say in the prosecution, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you go to the civil system, and all of a sudden, yep. you now force the, that other party. They have to come to discoveries. They have to participate. They can't, quote, remain silent or, or anything. And that's why we're seeing it more and more. We're seeing it a lot with, with women who are alleging sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Rather, that you, you know, we've heard this a lot lately. Yep. They don't want to go to the police. Because well, the bar is lower at the civil side. Not, they don't care about the criminal system, and they sue. 
And so this is, uh, this is a, a really, really high award. Somebody may say, well, that doesn't seem very high. Well, yeah, believe me, in, in Canadian law, that is high. That's yeah. a high award for, for an assault. It's, I understand it was a very serious assault. Uh, in the context of a domestic relationship, but but I think that's the message that's going out, Alex. And and if you, if the, the the downside, of course, is for example here in Ontario, somebody wants to do that, you you have to say to yourself, are you willing to wait? If you're willing to wait, it's going to take a long time for this to get through the system. But if you want somebody to actually have to account for their actions. Uh, that's why a lot of people are going. I uh, would rather go down the civil route. And what happened in that Quebec case is is very indicative of, of I think, a real change that we're seeing now across across the country. Well, because it was not lost on me, Lauren, that he only got eight months yeah. for what he did to her, and he didn't even serve that. Yeah. I mean. That that kind of says it all. That's right. how serious we take domestic, uh, you know, assault. Right, and so you you would say to her as a victim yep. of crime, yep. she will say this this was yep. much more important to me. Yep. And and for some people, they'll say it's not even the money at all. The precedent. Yeah. yeah, getting that person into court, they have to then appear for discovery. They have to go through the system, and whatever you get at the end of the day, uh, you, you you know, you, maybe somebody else isn't going to get that much money at the end of the day, but but you force a person to actually have to take responsibility, and they may say to themselves, "Where they didn't take it through the criminal system." Yeah, I got to talk about this case because this this is like the dumbest case I've ever heard. Uh, a Quebec environmental group is taking uh, uh, what oh. they call a groundbreaking step of launching a legal battle against Ottawa for what they say is violating the rights of young people by failing to tackle climate change. So they're trying to get a class action suit on behalf of three and a half million Quebecers right. under 35 who they argue face the most dire consequences of global warming. Do they not well, even know what we're calling it now? It's what is it? it's climate change. What is yeah. it now? I, mean, I don't come know on. what it is, but whatever it is, I can tell you this. The government <laughs> lawyers are not shaking in their legal boots right now. How do you try a case when there are no facts? Oh, it won't be tried. It won't be tried. <laughs> this, be is, okay. this is a case that will not make it very far. And, God uh, help us and, if it does. And even if somebody, you know, we do allow new types of lawsuits and lawsuits that, you know, uh, every lawsuit at one point was a new type of lawsuit. And so maybe I should, maybe there'll be some judge who will say, yeah, I'll certify. Oh, it's I'll like look at that wackery. Right? Yeah. Violating the rights of young people failing to tackle climate change. So it's, it's, it's kind of a new, so maybe some judge might let this at least Go to the next step. No, no, I don't think no, so. no. We've had done too much I, activism in this country on the bench. I, I think this will be. Uh, it won't make it out of the gate, as they say. But, but hey, have I been wrong before? Yes. Yeah, once. Yeah, crap no. happens, as I know. <laughs> crap happens. Well, but may I, I. But it's it's very interesting. And the lawyer who's doing this says he's doing this pro bono. Of course. Because the Ottawa doesn't have a plan allowing it to reach its grossly inadequate targets. Interesting lawsuit. We'll okay. see what well, happens. If they're going on that lawsuit, I'm going to get a lawsuit going for all those years that none of us wore seatbelts back in the day of our parents and sat in the fought over sitting in the middle uh, part of the car on that uh, armrest. Oh, God. Because we were not protected. Yeah, you'll have a lot of people with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got to go, okay. but thank you. Talk to you soon. That is Lauren Honickman joining me today. Yeah, I read that headline. I'm like, okay. That would be, and, and how do you try that case? Where's your evidence that keeps changing every few years? You know, when you don't think of the numbers you want, you just change it back a few years. Here's the new dire warning. Oh, it didn't hit. Never mind. In 10 more years, we will. Anyway, it's not going anywhere. On point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.